Rabbi I wanted to welcome the Chevra to to Chaim Guri's Lachaim, and I wanted to. I heard I missed. I heard I missed the food portion of Lachaim, but I want to. This is Taka Lachaim. This is for Chaim. But I want to. Um, I want to speak about the Chasen for a few minutes. There's a line in Messiah Sisharim, there's, there's an, a line in the first parak that's so vital. I've told the guys before that when I was leaving Eretz Yisroh, so I went to a few Rebbeim to speak to them before I left. I was to go on a walk with Rav Ram Shmolevitz, the great giant, that beautiful son of Rav Chaim Shmolevitz. And we walked before I left, he spoke about Shadokim. And with one yid, before I left Eretz Yisrael, he told me that the rest of my life, every single day, the rest of my life, I should learn the first parak of Messiah Sisharim. I didn't listen. I'm not proud of that. I didn't listen. <coughs> Clearly, even now, I'm not doing that every day. Though I do review it from time to time, the first parak. The guys know I'm crazy over this day from Messiah Sisharim. Is, uh, <laughs> you got to learn it and know it. And the first parrot is the base of the whole of the whole sefer, where he describes what we're shooting for. The rest of the sefer, step by step, how to get there. The first parrot is what is what are we about? What are we doing? And he describes in the first parrot that we're in a world of challenges. He says, "Samoyakosh baruchu laadam Hashem put a human being b'makayim in a place sherabim bayamachikim aysemi menu yisparach." There are many forces that distance us from Hashem. It's part of the design of the world. There are many things in this world that bring us to kirvas Hashem, to closeness to Hashem. But there's also many things that can distance one from Hashem. That's the nature of this world. There are things that you can become close to Hashem. And there are things in this world that can distance one from Hashem. The goal of this world is to gain care of Hashem. One can be close to God. One can have eternity. Hashem, the eternal one. And one can be close to Hashem and thus touch eternity. Have Oilum Abba, gets a schar in Oilum Abba. That is the opportunity in this world is to have eternity, Oilum Abba, connection to the eternal one. But there are many things in this world that can distance a person from Hashem. And if you attach and run after those things, that the ultimate goodness, we want to run after Hashem, Taiva Amiti, the ultimate goodness. But there are other things that if you go after them, it's misrachikos from Taiva Amiti, from ultimate goodness. Vinimsa turns out, Shumusan the Emes. In truth, a person's place, that hay is priceless. He doesn't say you're in a battle. He says we're in the battle. The hay is priceless. The grow was recorded, was reported as saying that there's not an extra word in the safe Messiah Sasharim till Parak Yud Aleph. He found an extra word, I believe it was Parak Yud Aleph. 
But in this parak, the Gro is reported as saying there's not an extra word, an extra letter. And here the Gro says, the Messias Hasharim, Ramay Shechayim Lutzato says that your place be'emes in the battle, not a battle. Battles there are, there are wars, there are guns, there are fights, that's a battle. The battle, all other battles are but a mushal, are but a parable to the battle. The battle is a person in this world, he's in a fight, it's a fight. It's a fight. You know, when there's a fight going on, you feel like adrenaline rushing. There's a fight. There's a fight. Adrenaline courses through your veins. There's a fight. You get like fired up. There's a fight. Hashem designed us. When a fight happens, the things that go on in our body, adrenaline flows. There's a fight. All other fights are but a muscle to the fight. And the fight is a human being in this world with challenges. Things that distance himself from Hashem and opportunities for care of Hashem. V'nimsa. That a person's in the battle. Ki kolin yane All the things of the world, bein l'toiv, bein l'ra, whether it's for good or bad, hinehim nesiyonis la'adam, are challenges for a human being. Things that we see as good. Brachos in our life is a challenge to us. Things that we perceive as badness in our lives, a challenge. Poverty on one side is a tremendous challenge. Richness, tremendous challenge. Like Shloim HaMelech said, Lest I become rich, and I deny, and I say, There's a big danger to richness. Tranquility is very dangerous. Abacher told me a line that in the world there's only, there's the most godliness when people have challenges. When the countries that have peace, they're less godly. Duh! I mean, David Amelah pointed that out. He was like, I don't know what he was trying to prove. Doesn't prove anything. It's what David Amelah said. Amarti Bishalvi, when there's tranquility, we tend to say, I don't need Hashem. He's right. That's what human beings, tremendous challenge. Prosperity is a Tremendous challenge. David Amelech was nervous from prosperity. Pen espa, lest I become satisfied. Vikichashti, and I'll deny Hashem, and I'll say me Hashem. Tremendous danger of wealth and prosperity. We want it. We want goodness in our life, but there's a challenge to that. When things are good, we tend to say, I don't need God. Very dangerous. Penny Varish, but a person can become poor, Viganavti, and steal. Everything's our challenges. All the different situations of our life are challenges. Hashalva mitzarecha, tranquility on one side is a challenge. Vayisurim mitzarecha, and getting, and Yisurim, difficult. They're both challenges. Adshen nimtseis, ha milchama elov panim vaacher. The war surrounds us front and back. Every turn is a war. Now the Messiah Sharm says, so life's a war. There's a war going on. You're, we're in the middle of a war, you and I. Vim if you'll be a soldier, and you'll win the war, who That is the whole person. That's the Adam Ashalim. That's the whole person. Who zaycheh to connect his creator? Who That's. I have a diak, Rabbi. So he said, "Life's a war." He should say, "And if you win the war, 
And if you win the war, life's a war. And if you win the war, you're an Adam Ashalim. The Messiah Sisharim, who's so judicial about his word usage, he's so careful and so exact about his word usage, he says extra words here. He says, if you'll be a soldier and you'll win the war, what do you mention if you'll be a Ben Chayel, if you'll be a soldier? The war surrounds us. And if you win the war, you're an Adam HaShalim. You're the, you're the guy. You're the, you're the Adam HaShalim. You're the man. You're the complete man. You won the war. But he says if you'll be a Ben Chayel, if you'll be a soldier and win the war. And what I want to say is there's a task of every human being to be a soldier. There's a task of every human being to be a soldier means to acknowledge there's a war. The step before winning the war, and it, it can't be passed over to the point that it says from life's a war, and if you win the war, it doesn't say, if you'll be a soldier and you win the war, there's a task in itself that I'm a soldier. I'm just not afraid of a fight. They're fights, they're fights, constant, constant. We all have things to give ourselves Yeshiva Das, but the fight is constant. I th- in the Western culture, for people, I'm tired of fighting, you're tired of living? They just don't know what life is. <sighs> can it ever, can it ever stop? Life is, did you learn the Messiah Sharm? Can it ever stop? What? Can't life stop? What you, you, the people don't know what life is. They're clueless. Could, could a person have moments that they take a breath? Yeah, Hashem gives a breath. Hashem sends his, his, his snow, kifitim, little pieces. Because if he sent the whole thing at once, he would, Hashem sends us. We get, we get a revach. But life's a battle. People who have no clue about life, they're clueless. They don't know we're soldiers. They're simply clueless. And then challenges come. They're like, I can't believe it. There's ridiculous. Do you know? I don't think that, it's it's so sad. They don't know what life, and that's not ugly about life. It's beauty. This is a world of challenge. You have to study this parak. People hit challenges. They can't believe it. Like the guys, like he's like in shock. Are, are you oblivious? Are you? I, I have a visual. I like the guys. Know I like visuals. We, I was with Chaim one night, the, the night of the storm, the night of the floods. There were people driving through the floods like they were unaware there were floods. He's going forward. Like four minutes later, the guy's car is dead. Like He doesn't know there are floods. Are you, are you out of your box? Like There's a way, there's a mahalach. He was like, stop in car. There's a flood. I promise you can't. Just, they were just driving. The guy's going. How many cars? The guy is just going. And f- four minutes later, his truck is stuck. His car. Chaim's like knocking on his 18 wheelers. Big trucks are stuck there. You're not getting. The guy's just going. Okay, so you don't know we're in floods. You don't, you're oblivious to a situation. It's a beautiful world, my friend. A beautiful world. Know what it is. Tremendous opportunities. It is Nisyanus. It's an, the Ramchal calls this world Oilam Hanesayan, a world of challenges. 
It's meant for soldiers, my friend. It's meant for soldiers. I don't know what to say. So guys, I'm not a soldier. You're clues. You're a soldier and I'm a soldier. There's a whole task in asking, are you a soldier? Do you have that it's a war? Yeah, there's going to be a war today. Roll up your sleeve. Let's go flex your muscles. Are you a soldier? Do you have, are you dressed for the game? Like this war is, this world's a war. Stop being surprised. Stop being hit by the side. This world's a war. It's a beautiful world. Full of chesed Hashem. Full of challenges. Shalva mitzarechad. The people who are oblivious to this point. And the Messiah Sisharim, when he describes success, says if you'll be a soldier and you'll win the war, part of the success, he doesn't just say if you'll win the war. Because part of the success is you'll be somebody who's a soldier. And I dare say, I want to say two things. We've discussed this in the terms of Yaakov and Yisrael in the parishes we deal on that Yaakov has two names. There's fights in this world and there, there's even losses, my friend. There are fights. There's, there's step one, before we talk about winning, you can't describe a successful, somebody who wins is another, somebody who loses too. In Adam HaSholim is a soldier who wins. A, sol- a soldier by its nature means war. Things, things go down. People drop. There are injuries. There's, you, you get knocked over in a war. You know, sometimes I ref football here. Rebbe, Rebbe bumped me. I'm like, we're playing football. Like, do you want to play tiddlywinks? Come to the door. I'm like... <laughs> Me and Mo Rigo, sometimes it's like literally, I played, the, maybe the last time I played, I came home, I was so, my wife said it, you're just not equipped to play with the camera. You get bumped around, it's a physical sport, football, you bang, you run, you know, it's a, but guys complain, he pushed me, I, I hear, I, I, yeah, I hear, you know, guys going in, grabbing the flag, it's a rough, it's a rough job, you know. A guy just not aware he's playing football. What can I tell you? There's bumps, there's bruises, there's there's a little, there's knocks. There's a guy's clueless. He's playing football. I, I don't know how to tell you. First, you have to know you're playing football. Maybe we'll talk about the game, how to play, what what happens. It's a, that's the game of football. Second, we'll talk about winning the game. The Messiah Sisharm describes their two components to success. If you'll be a soldier, step one. Don't skip that step. Before we can talk about winning, are you a soldier? Are you ready for wars? Are you, are you just bracing for complications and difficulties? And, and, and a beautiful world. I don't want to ever be cynical. It's, it's a stunning. I hold you become from, from your chain. You turn to Hashem and say, wow. You've designed the challenges for me. But the first step is to be a soldier. There was a coach when I was a youngster I liked. The number one praise he could say on a person is the man's a warrior. If he said that on you, it was like. He said on a player I grew up admiring in basketball, this coach said on the player he's a warrior. And the coach didn't throw around praises easily. There's a tremendous Milo, guy's a warrior. He's not afraid of a fight. Yeah, there are fights. But I'm not afraid of that. I know I'm built for that. I don't melt. I don't fall apart. I don't get shocked. I understand, yeah, they fight, serious ones, and they don't stop. It's not like, okay, you know, it's till, till I graduate, but then I walk down the aisle and like, uh, <laughs> it's not, it doesn't stop, it doesn't, it stops, Hashem, after 120, it stops after 120, and you bask in the reward from the Mulchamas. But this world's a Mulchamah, and I want to say on the chasen, there's a lot I could say, there's a lot of Akar Satoiv, he, 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 
gave tremendous koichas to somebody talented. His beautiful voice has, has done a lot. His heart has done even more. And Chaim has done a lot over the years to help many. But I want to say the biggest thing that I see from Chaim is that Ben Chayel is a soldier. And of course, there's wars won, there are many wars won, but before you can win a war, you have to like, be willing to fight a war, not melt from a war, not be like, totally oblivious that there are wars. When I see people like un, just shocked by a war, like it, it interrupted, isn't life just breakfast, lunch, and supper? Isn't life like, like life is, and, and like, a, like, like a trouble comes, like I can't believe it. I'm not trying to paint if this, the least cynical view, and people like something bumps them, a difficult roommate, they're like, they're like in shock. And I've watched what Chaim has brought as a dorm counselor. Difficult, difficult situations, working through like it was expected. I want to say something, a story from Reb Leichter, that I want to give a slight twist on it. I want to give a twist on it. Revolba, the great Revolba, but I want you to hear this. There's, it's a very good visual to what I'm talking about. The great Revolba standing giving shears Talmidim. Now I want you to picture Revolba was class. Revolba was a mind... When I saw Rev. Victor Miller, I saw Revolba, I heard Shiurim. Do you understand? Revolba didn't like, he was a prince. Don't try this, we're not up to here yet. Revolba never went and started like itching his ear. He was royalty. He was a person of das. He wasn't like twitching arbitrarily. His clothing were clean. He was, his words were like exact. He didn't, he didn't, you heard Yehuda speak the other night, like in 17 minutes. I don't know if we heard an um. Revolve, his words were measured. The, the Yid was prestige and dignity and honor. His, his behaviors, his understanding of humans, he was, he was royalty. Royalty, kipshutai, mamish. He acted, the behaviors, the movements with dignity and class, a class act. A yid like that was such a human being, a dignified, elevated human being. Revolvus in front of Talmidim, his Talmidim are in awe of him. The Rebbe, they hung, Talmidim Chachamim Gedoyim are hanging on his every word as the middle of speaking. And Revolvus spoke in a beautiful language, writ exact. His words were measured. You, like, he didn't just say, you know, I heard speakers who exaggerate, like to bring home a point. So they'll say extreme things. That wasn't Revolba. He didn't exaggerate to bring home a point. He said what he meant. He meant what he said. Things were very measured. I remember when people started up with the Gadol Adarim Yashiv. So he spoke in front of the whole mirror. Everybody wanted to hear what he would say. And he said, these people, they have no oil You couldn't breathe in the mirror. Revolba didn't say somebody doesn't have a... He wasn't like every guy who like got him a little upset. You have no oil in my butt. <laughs> but you hear how measured he was. Everything was exact. He said, I'm not quoting exact that, but this is... If they don't do tshuva. Here you're trying to like knock, trying to... He's so not dramatic. If they don't do tshuva. You're like, he, like put breath back in the air. He sucked the air, at, but he's so exact. You think like if a hothead was speaking, they have no oil in my bowl, like a fiery darshan. They have no oil in my bowl. Everybody cheer or boo, whatever you want to do. Revolvers, they have no oil in my bowl if they don't do tshuva. 
just to give a picture of the dignity and the exactness of the men. Here, like, we're all fired up and angry. They threw something at the God Ladur, and he made it very clear. They have no Ilam if they don't do children. Like, don't say that. Don't give them a chance. Like, we're angry. He, like, in, in his address, made it clear. Of course they can do tshuva. It was fascinating. He said in Loyasu tshuva. He, like, put the air back in the room. See, a picture Revolve was giving to his Talmidim, this person of exactness, of dignity. And the Talmud was running in late to the shear. You can't make it up. He, I don't exactly know where he was standing. He was near the door, speaking to the Talmudim. And the Talmud came in, running late, and somehow like, came right into the room. He was right there and knocked Revolba flat on the ground. During his shear, he got knocked on the ground, bang, this dignified, every word measured. And the next second, it's not what you expect like saying shear to be tackled. It's not like football's one zach, he's a contact sport. Shear is not such a contact sport. <laughs> And he sang sheer, and he got knocked to the floor. Revolt was lying on the floor. A Talmud who was there, I was not there. I was not there. A Talmud who was there was made that he stood up and continued the sheer. He didn't look who did it. And the Talmud was made that he continued the sheer like he expected it to happen. You would think like an older man would be shaken up, would be like, I need time to like figure this out. He was just embarrassed. He just got you physically, an old man gets knocked down. He continued sheer like he expected to get knocked down. And the Talmudim were made that Revolver was somebody, this world's a challenge. So he wasn't like, oh my goodness, I was knocked down. Yeah. Okay, I'll show you that's what you wanted today. You knocked me down. I hear, I hear. He stood up, he cleaned off. It was like it was expected. That's what the Talmudim said. It wasn't a person, a, a, a struggle, yet knocked down. I hear, I hear. It's not a negativity. It was a very frail person. So it sounds like you're, a, you're like one, you don't have to be a six, like expect the worst. It's not about that. It's not about that. It's about sixes are good. Hashem made a six as a problem solver. That's also a good mead. A person anticipates things. A six is gewaldic. But even if you're not a six, the very, the very Metsios of life, then it's You can't, you don't fall apart like I never saw this coming as a sinus. So what's the way to react? We're human, you're allowed to feel, you're allowed to, whoa, okay? Revolve sped up, you're allowed to feel, you're allowed to have emotions, you're supposed to have emotions. All that, Revolve felt and responded to his, he knew how to feel. There was certainly a system, a system that he was well trained in. But he understood this world's nesiyanus. And I want to say about the chassan that he's a ben chal, he's a soldier, he's a fighter. That there's a sense of somebody, and, and you need that, anybody about to embark on building a home. People react, a difficult child, a question of this, like, as if, as if people react to chinuch's life's supposed to be like beautiful suppers and your kids, everybody's, and then all of a sudden my kid dared to step out of line and my life became not neat. <laughs> you're, if you're not a soldier, you have no shaykhs to building the Yiddishom. You're, you're clueless to life. And each child, Be'ez HaShem, will have tremendous nachas from the children. He'll have a home of a beautiful, a beautiful tranquility. Banim u'bnei banim oiskin b'tayr mitzvahs. 
this Nekuda that there's a soldier, of course, who wins, and we have to know the goal is to win, the Yenatzeach al-Muhammad, but the goal is also to be a soldier. Equal to winning, the goal is to be a soldier. The goal is to fight. The goal is to get dirty. The goal is not to, like, melt when we get dirty and we get knocked down. The goal is a soldier. Soldiers get knocked down. They get bumped. They get, you want to play flag football and you don't want to get, take a little bump and a twist and a, a zach. So get off the field. Here, don't get off the field. Don't get off the field. Just know, what, know what's going on on the field. Know what's going on. Know what's going on on the football field. I, I, the guys literally who play flag football, they didn't know what they was. They thought, the guy thought he was signing up for Boggle. And Boggle, you don't get knocked. <laughs> he came to the wrong side. We didn't run a tournament, the Boggle tournament. There was a flag football tournament. Flag football, there's, there, there's a little bumps. And there's that, and he, he jammed you at the line of scrimmage. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what I mean, Akiva? The guy's like, it looks like the guy didn't know, like, he pushed signed up, he came to the wrong activity. You know what I mean, Naftali? The guys who act like that, like they push it, missed what activity we're playing. Rabbi I want to say on the chasen that the man is a warrior, he's a soldier. There's many, many victories, and there'll be a lifetime, Be'ezer Hashem. But kaidim to victories is the willingness that there's somebody who gets life, that you know there's a, there's a Muhammad. But you're a soldier. There's a soldier. You don't like, you're not nishtoyimim from Muhammad. You're not nishtoyimim from challenges. You're not, a guy's in shock. So he didn't study, read the first parak more times. He didn't study life of what it's supposed to be. And then he behaves in ways and runs before we even talk about victories. Is, is, does, does he have an understanding of what it is that we're involved in? When he understands what, is, what, 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 what he was involved in, it's a whole different, it's a whole different avoid. Uh, the person continuously comes back from, he's a soldier, he doesn't stop being a soldier. I fought yesterday, was, but life is a soldier. He's a Ben Chayel, soldiers, you know they say shooters shoot? If a guy's 0 for 12, he's a shooter, you keep on shooting. Shooters shoot. John Starks, you, you're 0 for 12, you'll hit the next. Are you going to stop shooting? It's time we lost sight to say. A shooter shoots, fighters fight. Fighters fight. I, I fought yesterday. I hear. I, okay, okay, give out. So good you fought yesterday, but you're still a soldier today. Sold, you know, they say like surgeons operate, soldiers fight. Soldiers are engaged. Soldiers are, they're around for life to take on the different challenges, the different circumstances. And we, we find our mission for the day, for the week, for the month, for that to kuf, and we, and we embrace. And then, and then we work, what's the, what's the fight of today? We have many victories. We, we have victories. Every soldier who fights, there's two goals. There's a goal to be a soldier and a goal to win. They're both goals. I don't think the goal could just be to win, because I don't know if they had a soldier. There's a target to be a soldier to. And I want to say that Chaim's a warrior, and my bracha is to be not sech. He should have tremendous, this warrior should have tremendous victories. Warriors have a shot of having victories. You're not a warrior, there's no shot of victories. There's no shot, you're not, you're not fighting the game. There's a warrior, and Baruch Hashem, we're here to celebrate a victory, a beautiful shidduch. 
And my bracha to Chaim is that we zoyche to build a wonderful, wonderful home. That's a true kid to Shemayim, that knows that we're warriors, that knows everybody in that home knows we're soldiers, that we're fighting for sincerity, for service of Hashem, to be loyalists to Hashem. And we know what life, the beautiful life that we're zoyche to, opportunity to engage in such a beautiful struggle to grow and a, a Muhammad that's stunning. And an opportunity to be Mekadashem Shemayim, so he should raise a beautiful, beautiful home of loyalists. Abayas Neman be Yisrael, a beautiful home. That's it. Mazel Tov Chayim. Before we begin supper, I want to share one Dvar Torah. I want to share something besides Sharim. I want to share a Chiddush. When my, when my kids go off to Eretz Yisroh, Manny and Maishi are sitting in Eretz Yisroh, so when we re-meet, there's usually like a Chiddush or two or three that I feel like I, if I don't share, this like was my life change of the year. We all have like a new Havana, a new Asaga that we acquire, something we didn't know when we were younger, or like, like your mind's like, and I, I need to share, like I see them, I wait to share, like, it's usually like two or three Zugs. We have many Chedushim, everybody, but you Zayich every year, Yehud, it's like a few insights, like, like you feel like it opened your brain. I've said this before here, you, you, please bring this home, ask every one of your families. I've said it here before, this was like one year, I shared with Manny, Maish, I shared with my chevr, this chedesh, it like broke, it like opened my mind, it was like, oh. it like changed, it was like different, on Parshas Vayishlach. And I want to share it with you, because I just think it's true. It, meant, it means a lot, there are a lot of ramifications, it'll be very fast, Yehuda. Wherever the chevra is, people, please share it. And tell me, I'd like feedback, I'd like to know if, Uri, I, need, I want feedback on, if you don't mind, you have Uri. The Chiddush Chaim I want to share, tell the Kala, see what she thinks. In Parshas Vayishlach, Yaakov is going to face Esav. The great showdown that is Parshas Vayishlach. Vayishlach, if you think it's what happened, <laughs> you have to start learning Chumash. It's not what happened, it's what happens and is happening. Esav and Yaakov, the battle that hasn't stopped, and there's a confrontation here. And Yaakov tries something, he tries to flatter Esav. He sends people, he sends Shluchim to flatter Esav. Please tell my master Esav. Now, flattery to be to be mechanev to flatter a Russia's usher. Rabbeinu Yoyne says chayev l'sakin atzmoi. It's a chiddush to flatter a Russia. The Gemara teaches us that if your life is on the line, sakonas nefashes, you can flatter a Russia. When I was a youngster, Momo, I thought like he like buttered up Esav. Esav's coming. You say, my master Esav. You think Esav was a three-year-old chaver? We learned it as a child, Chev, we were little children. Master, my master. You think Esau said, Yaakov, this doesn't work on me? I'm like, not stupid. 
If you tell them very flowery, did you ever get the word of the day? What's a praise called that puts you down instead of pick you pick you up? Back is another name for it. Patronize. Patronize. Word of the day. Patronize. Menachem. Rabbi Russ, Rabbi Russ said on the speed dial in my house for option two, like Shaduchim, press B. So press two for Chaim Guri. Number two is like is now open. Like there's a new. You know, we have like Menachem Braun, press one. Shmuley Schlesinger, press three. David, <laughs> two is now. <laughs> my Chaim Guri speech is officially over. Like the. <laughs> But um, but Menachem, Menachem Bruin said to patronize. Especially you say a compliment that puts somebody calls you tzaddikol. Did anybody ever call you tzaddikol? And you basically you want to say. Tzaddikol, come help me start to the I'm a It's patronizing. It doesn't feel like oh, oh like okay now I'll help. Somebody calls you tzaddikol, you want to you fight back. You want to like, <laughs> it's not a compliment. To tell Esav, my, your master, Yaakov, do you really, what happened? And it says you're allowed to flatter a Russia in a shasakana. I want to tell you a chiddush chevra that I can't believe, I think it's true. I have the following, Kasha. Behind Esav's back, he says to the shluchim, we're going to bring Esav presents, please tell my master Esav. He's not talking to Esav. When he talks, he should say, this is why you should tell the bum Esav. When you're talking to him, you're Eved Yaakov, but he's talking behind his back. So he should say, listen, why you should tell the bum. Tell the bum that you're Eved Yaakov. <laughs> Behind his back, he says, so you should tell my master, Esav. So for years I said a pshat that I want to apologize today. It wasn't the full, for years I said, if you talk bad behind his back, they won't do a good job acting. There's the the tire of truth. Every word. (laughs) Tell the master, Esav, it's like a trick, like he's preparing them. I miss the boat, Chavar. We were once kids, we thought the flattery is like to invent stuff. Do you think that would work? Asa, woo! Asa is a stupid guy. Sadical, pinch, pinch. He'll punch it. He'll fight harder, Asa. That's not the story. Asa has tremendous milus. The Yisai, you're not allowed to flatter or rushes. You're not supposed to see milus. There was a stupid manager in baseball who said something nice about Hitler, your machmite. So there was an uproar, and the manager said, what do you mean? I don't like him. I just was pointing out a good quote. You fool, you nar, you tippish. You can find something good. You're not supposed to see anything good in a Russia. You tippish. He was like, I, 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 didn't, I don't hold him. I just, you don't praise. You don't see a mile in a Russia. Yeah, Russia might have something. Don't notice it. Your job is not, we don't want to praise of a Russia. Hanifa, if you look up Rebbeinu Yaina, Flattery is not, if you look, he has nine madregas of flattery. Do you know there's not one what we call flattery today? Oh, you're so special. You're stamping like a childish. Flattery is you, the number one level. You're not allowed to say a nice thing about a Russia. It's not to do with pretend. You're not allowed to say, where's a nice coat? I like his style. Very stylish. 
You shouldn't, don't notice his good style, his Dacharashka. Stop being impressed with anything, zero. Don't notice that he's a Dacharashka. We're not looking to be impressed with Rishayim. Stop noticing his nice shirt. What it means in Sakana, you're allowed to praise Esav. This is dangerous, don't try this at home. Is they were busy seeing Milas and Esav. It's dangerous. It's Naira. They flattered Esav, his Yaakov in his camp, because it was a Sakana, was handling the Gadlus of Esav. So when he said behind his back, my master Esav, they were busy with the Gadlus of Esav. Frightening. They were busy. It was, they, they, it was muttered to be Hanifa. Hanifa. You know why it worked on Esav? Because they saw a Meredith They said, Esav, you keep it out. They saw a big Zachin. They were serious. No, the flatter is the Russia. You're not supposed to normally. Sakonis Nefashis, you're allowed to see Milus in Russia. That's why it worked. It's Pasha that they saw him. That's if you look up Rabbi Yaina, look up with the first Madrega flight. None of his nine Madregas are saying stupid things to sign. Well, we say in English flights, not any of the I challenge you. Look up the nine Madregas in the in Rabbeinu Yaina of Hanifa in the third Shar, Shar Gimel. Not one of them will be the flattery. I don't know what that is. That's not like lying. I don't know what that is. Flattery is to see good in a Russia. And also says, you're not supposed to say good things about a Russia. And Bishasa Sakana, they were busy with Esav's Milus. Now you know why it worked. It's frightening. In Yaakov Inu's camp, they were like, they were being Nishtaimim from Esav. Why did, was it so like life changing to me? It's not, the truth is always good to know. I think it's true in the parsha. I think we have to stop learning it as children. They said, I want you to tell Esav, so says your Evid Yaakov. So it's like a joke. If, he means that, you know, that Bechinus, I look up to you, Esav. Now, I'm normally not let to say it, not let it to it. I'm actually thinking about it because I need my life's on the line. So he was thinking to save himself. Esav has chashivas. <coughs> I want to say it because I want you to know we speak in yeshiva at ayin toiv, a good eye. People say, like, how do I see? You could see my listen, Esav. That's what I want to tell the It's possible to be impressed from an Esav. Don't! Don't you dare! But just how far I in time, you could see good things in Esav, a Russian Russia. If you need to, you're, you're forced to see good in him. And you'll be Nishtoimim. And he'll, it will work on him because you're, you're dazzled. You're sitting there like, oh my God. In Yaakov's, you know why it worked? Because they saw Milus. Isn't that amazing? All the here, like, like, go tell my master. This is stupid. And Esav fell for that. If they said, Yaakov means that Yaakov's relating as a, less, as a lesser to you. It means he's busy with your mindless. That's why I said, please tell my master Asa behind his back. He, he, because that's, that's the flattery. They were busy with his mindless. It wasn't what they told Asa. It's what they were busy with. Please tell my master Asa. You know, that mindless. They were busy with his mindless. Don't try this at home. You're not allowed. In a sakana, that's what you have to do. You have to flatter. You have to see his mindless. But the, the ability, people are, are, are funny with this, like on a regular person, I don't know, I just, people even ask the question, I'm just smart, what do you want from me? Smart? It's silly if you can't be dazzled. You could be dazzled from an Esav who's a Russia. And certainly from a Yid who's Nishkin Russia, you could be dazzled if you, cho- if you decide to be, da- if you decide to notice and to pay attention. You could be dazzled from an Esav and you shouldn't be. Don't you dare, don't do it. It's a terrible thing to do. It's an Avera Hamura. Hanifa. That's what I wanted to share with the Hevra.
Shalom, you'll spread this to Lake a chiddush nifla. Pasha, like he flattered Esav, was like some... That's not what... We don't even call that flattery, by the way. The Gemara says, You're allowed to be machna for Shem, b'shas sakana, Gemara Saita. You're allowed to flatter Russia when it's dangerous. There's no such thing called flat out. It's not talking about saying stupidity to him. Wow, you awesome dude. I don't know what that is. That's nothing. I don't know what that is. You're allowed to flatter means I'm allowed to say my listen. I'm allowed to say your suit's incredible. I'm allowed to say you have a smile that's impressive. You're a leader because sakana is nefashist. You're not allowed to do that normally to a Russia. You shouldn't see any Milo. Don't be busy with any Milo. But if Sakana's the fascist, they were busy with Milo's. Menachem, what do you hold? Because it's dangerous in the world. Who's Chashiv, who's not? It's dangerous. Very dangerous. People end up learning who's Chashiv. That's supremely dangerous. Do you think you can't praise them or you can't even think about It says you can't praise. It doesn't say thing. You can't praise. On the Rush, you're not allowed to say he's a great ball player. You're not allowed to say he's a great ball I'm going to say, yes. How do we know it was the Russia? Like, the laws, the laws of Rishos. Ace of the Gemara is Yisrael Mumar. He was a terrible, he's a sinner. Most, most hold your letter say, I heard somebody, Rev Reiner has a share in this. Our Rebbeim, the people I was telling me, my Rebbeim said praises on Goyim. He's a nice guy, good ball player. They said, to sugya some whole different on that, on a Russia, you're not allowed to see Milus. It's a Shaila on a guy, it's a Shaila Pashtus, the Goyim today, but I'm Aminim Bashem, most Goyim. So Maimid Bashem could be even together, Chatsi Ger Even you say the guy's Christian, according to many Paiskim, a guy is not with Sovan Shetuf. So it's not necessarily a Zara for a guy. Shema Yisrael, the Minchas Chinuch says only a Yitz Mukhoiv to Hashem Echon. A guy has, has a little tip just mixed in. No. Such a shy litzvi. It's a shy on a guy. Pashas, uh, the people we looked up to said nice things. They, they said he's a good ball player. They didn't, they didn't say, no, he's a good jump shot. He's a rush. You know, if so, you know somebody's a Russian, that would be silly to say he's a good ball player. That's the point. The guy's a Russian. You shouldn't say he's good at anything. Why are you looking at his He's a Russia. He's a rebellious one. We're not looking to put on a pedestal anybody who's a Russia. Yeah. I, I assume. What do you hold? I assume because we want we have to determine what's chashiv and what's not. And if we, yeah, 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 yeah. We'll start. People will value him. And the guys, the guy. People will value him because you pointed out his nice shirt. People are going to get into him. We, we don't want. I don't want. I don't want to get anybody into the guy. That's what I assume, Menachem. Rabbi said in the middle of the Torah that um, the way we like perceive flattery now is like more of in a childish way. Like, oh, you're so good, you're so mm-hmm. amazing. So, what would Rabbi say is more of a sophisticated way of like flattering someone? The flattery we talk about in the Torah that's Aser is to say an Avera is not an Avera. To say something nice about a Russia, that's true. Those are two levels of flattery that, that, that uh, Rabbeinu Yoyna writes. He doesn't even, he has nine levels in, in Shari Tshuva. In Shari Tshuva, Shari Gimel, he has nine levels of flattery. He doesn't mention what we call flattery. I don't, what we call flattery is probably just a lie. I would call it Sheker, nothing to do with flattery. We call it flattery, it's just a lie. I don't know if that's okay. I don't know if it's a great idea. A lie is a lie. I don't know what it does. People don't fall for lies. That's he just telling. That's just a lie. That's, it's not a guy Davin sounds like a frog and you say you sounded great. We call that you flattered him. That's not ridiculous. He didn't sound great. That doesn't work. You tell a guy you had a tough time by Davin you sounded great. It never works. 
No, I didn't. You say, you say, I'm so impressed. You went up, you davened anyway. You're a gutsy guy. I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't work. That's a lie, not flattery. Flattery is when you tell a Russia. That's one, there are nine levels of it. When you honor a Russia, when a guy does something wrong and you say it wasn't wrong, is flattery. Here, it's also a lie, no? Are you saying that now? That's true. Yeah, it's, true. it's a lie, too. That's true. Now that. That's my point, how much we could see people's mylas. That's why I said it was like, like open my brain. Because the flattery here is they're busy with Asa's mylas. To understand that it's possible on anybody to get busy with their mylas. We don't do it on Rishon. But this is like they decided in the camp that is, you could have, it's all of a sudden, you understand the Isra of Hanif is dangerous. There's like, all of a sudden, like we get a pit, whoa, dangerous stuff. In Yaakov's camp, they were like, they were psh, they were psh, yes, dangerous. They never did this. There were no sheer, they didn't like point out. You can imagine one day, you start like thinking about contemplating some Russia. Can't fine, like he has a Nukuda Teva. We don't do that. But that would be possible too. We just don't do that. You're not supposed to. It's doable. It would be very honest. It would be true. They did it to Esav. By the way, that's why it worked. That's why if I did work, because Esav heard it, they were busy with his mindless. He was like, he was like, a, he started blushing because it was true. Uri, what do you hold, Uri? Rings, does it sound true, Uri? Don't flatter me. <laughs> 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 <laughs>